0: Hello
1: everyone, this is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is Columbus Day, October the 12th, 2020. Strong hand, this is where the big boys play. This is not a stay safe zone. Buying over crying. Personal responsibility is the new counterculture. Strong hand, as I said before, buy and hold. I'm offended by selling. Okay, we're going to talk about selling. (laughs) I'm offended by it, of course. Hello, my elite friends. Are some of you off of work today? Probably. Uh, Check out Friday's This Week in Bitcoin show. We had Brandon Quinton on, John Vallis, Phil Geiger, we're going to go over some of the, the new sayings that we came up with on that show. Wow, it was a, it was a great time. Follow me on Twitter at TechLT, E-C-H-B-A-L-T. If you have questions, I have answers. Type in Bitcoin Meister in the super chat. Get my attention. Or do the super chat. Or type in Bitcoin Meister. <laughs> I Just get my attention if you have questions. I have answers if you've got some uh, questions. Also, last Wednesday, we had a life hack show. Saturday, I had a job show. Yesterday was beyond bitcoin i mean there's all sorts of different types of shows you get here it's a unique beast type of channel it's uh bitcoin or insider information anything you get it here it's different it's unique beast that's what this is about that's what my shows are about how to be a unique beast so check all out the archives below and we'll have more we're, we're getting into more unique beast type of shows in the future different themes different different titles all right now uh, Different series is what I should be saying. So on the This Week in Bitcoin show, uh, we talked about how altcoins can be a shield for Bitcoin. And also a quote, everybody buys in at the price they deserve. Everybody buys in at the price. Think about that and watch the This Week in Bitcoin show, a really good combination. It's getting a lot of uh, good reviews from the commenters. So check it out. So, yeah, happy Bitcoin Columbus Day uh the european discovery of the americas changed the world okay and it brought about uh incredible progress innovation building uh very very positive uh, here in america we wouldn't be here <laughs> i mean things things would be a lot different if everybody just tried to you know stay at home If if the mentality of columbus was to stay at home you know that's and, and stay safe that that's that's the way of the world today imagine Uh, so today we celebrate not staying safe and not uh staying at home okay and if you're in the bitcoin overlay you can uh truly be open about the the way you uh express your uh feelings about columbus day because it's kind of taboo today to say uh that the columbus that that you to even call it columbus day uh and this is, this is the official name of the day, and it's, it's about discovery. And I love discovery, and I love innovation, and I love not staying home. I love not staying safe. And uh, Bitcoin is a uh, not a stay-safe zone. So discovery is awesome. Being in motion is awesome. And guilt is paralyzing. Pound that like button. Nothing to be guilty about. Uh, okay, and pride is awesome, dude. So here is a guy um, with a different take. He's got an article. It's called "A Different Take About Micro Strategy uh, Getting in Bitcoin." These are deceptively using Bitcoin hype to grow their own market share. So you're, oh well, these are, well Wall Street. It's 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 not good. They're just using Bitcoin. These micro micro strategies just using Bitcoin here, okay? So, and this guy's a fan of Bitcoin. So I have, I'm going to read you what he said. And I'm going to, I'm going to show you why, what he says is actually awesome for Bitcoin. And maybe you'll be able to figure it out by the end here. And I see a lot of people, are you chatting over there? Very good. Uh, Remember to retweet this. I just put that out there for you live chatters. There's a lot of people going wild over there. I'm glad to see that. Uh, So here's what the guy said. MicroStrategy has seen a falling has seen falling revenues for almost a decade now, mainly because they're declining demand. Their recent $425 million investment into Bitcoin is nothing more than a way to make headlines and generate more hype around their falling stock prices. And it worked. And I agree, it did work. Uh, MicroStrategy stock has risen almost 40% since they first announced they got into Bitcoin. This covers their entire investment And is what the owners were truly after. Genius, if you ask me, but not bullish for Bitcoin, like many crypto influencers are saying. Dude, you need some perspective here. In 2015, if you mentioned Bitcoin, it would make you sound like a criminal. No one would want to be involved with a criminal enterprise like Bitcoin. Now, as you point out, big publicly traded corporations are trying to save themselves by living off of Bitcoin's hype, by living off of Bitcoin's glory. This is incredibly bullish, okay, compared to five years ago. Put it in, put it in perspective. Let them use Bitcoin, okay? Sure, it doesn't hurt Bitcoin. They're helping me. I'm a holder. Let me Take advantage, quote, unquote, of Bitcoin. Go ahead. Say whatever you want to say. If you really bought it. If you've got some failing corporation with a failing business plan and you can just buy a bunch of Bitcoin and save your business, I mean, that is awesome. That is so bullish for Bitcoin. The way It just shows a total attitude change in the corporate world, in the mainstream world. Not that we need that, but it just, I mean, put it in 2015, it was criminal. It was criminal to buy Bitcoin, Okay. The worst criminals of the world. So pound that like when, dude, you tried to put a negative spin on it, and I just spun it out of control in a unique beast way back to the positive side of things. Because, baby, I live on the positive side of the world. All right. Now, let's see what we have. I see, again, people – uh, Bitcoin. No. OK, there's just people are screaming in the chat. That's great. All right. There are no questions. So I will. Uh, someone said happy Thanksgiving. And I know what they're talking about is Thanksgiving in Canada. And that's uh, what Tabal is, is celebrating. So, yeah, happy Thanksgiving to the Canadians. I, I don't exactly know if you have a big turkey that day. I, I hope you are having. Hope it's not too cold. We had a cold day here in Salt Lake City yesterday. The first cold day Um but uh, I, I uh, persevered and uh, today's warmer and I'm going to do my sprints after the show because it's Sprint Day. OK, now I want to remind everyone, all the five digit round fiat freaks out there who were wondering, they were wondering what did, did the streak, did the closing streak. Uh, was it broken? Did Bitcoin establish a new streak of closing the day over uh, in the five digit round? And yes. I did my own research. There was no article confirming it. I went to the CoinMarketCap listing, and since July 27th, they list the closing of Bitcoin. Every single day, Bitcoin has closed over uh, $10,000, okay? So in the five-digit realm, great. There's a new streak. We're so used to the freaking five-digit realm. They don't even – the mainstreamers don't even write articles about it, but I wanted to put it out there, Um and the, the official high of the year, closing high for the year for a day, was $12,200. So uh, keep that in mind <laughs> because soon we're one day closer to that being uh, broken. Now, the future is bright. Now, Robinhood users say funds were ripped off, but there was no one to call. Oh, So, yes, Robinhood where people buy stocks or sort of buy uh crypto, I guess, it's centralized. Um, if, if something goes wrong, uh, you've trusted Robinhood. You've put all your trust in Robinhood and apparently something went wrong. Uh, Robinhood accounts looted and there was no customer service to call. So uh, that's what happens when you trust a third party. I mean, uh, you you have one uh, one bad thing go wrong and you lose everything and then you're begging for customer service, there is no customer service in Bitcoin. Get out of that customer service mentality. If you want to play with the big boys, then uh, you got to be out. Of, you can't. You got to be out of the customer service mentality. If you make a mistake in Bitcoin, it's it's on you. It wasn't some centralized third party that messed up. It was you, unless you gave your Bitcoin to a centralized third party, and you can do that if you want to. I think it's totally silly and, and, and ridiculous, um, but plenty of people uh, do that in Bitcoin. But a reminder out there, people are screaming, uh, we have horrible customer service in Robinhood. Yeah, th- that the fact that you even need it, it says a lot about the, the situation. So, okay, here's a question. Um, Roman Q says, store of value, medium of exchange, saver of corporations with failed business plans. Uh, new Bitcoin use case emerges every year. Oh yeah, not just every year, man, all the time. I mean, if you're creative, you can come up with a use case every, uh, every day that goes by. Um, and Vention says he loves the price increase. The more the better. Uh, I have to cash in one or two uh, for my next surgery. Now, again, invention, uh, I'm not offended when Vention sells because he's uh, literally saving his life when he cashes in his Bitcoin. And we're going to talk about life insurance at the end of the show. Tordemiestro talks about a Bitcoin uh, like a proposed uh, Bitcoin life insurance uh, policy, but it's pretty simple. You can make Bitcoin uh, your freaking life insurance policy by just saving it, and then when you need it to save your life, it, it uh, it's your life insurance. Uh, uh, he he's pretty hardcore about that that uh, that that mention, and we are all we all we know he is hardcore, and he is uh, going 100 percent saving his life. Uh, so yeah, I am not offended by him selling his Bitcoin. There's totally uh, totally permissible. Okay. Now, uh, Peter Schiff, let's talk about him. Uh, he was on Lavera show the other day and, uh, he's being ripped on because he, he admitted that he admitted that he makes more money off of, you know, providing his services, his, his middlemen services of managing funds than he does off of gold. Okay. I mean, it's a, it's a legit, it's a legitimate business model there. People, uh, they want to diversify into stocks and all this ridiculous stuff. Um, they don't know enough about it. So they pay Peter Schiff to – they think he knows more than they do. He's providing a service, a legitimate service that people want. Um, why even get into that realm is beyond my comprehension at this – well, no, it's not beyond my comprehension. Uh, if, you, if you know Bitcoin, why you would get into it is silly. Uh, but many people do not know Bitcoin, but so – and or used to traditional money managers and, and, and such – but he's not a rent seeker here. He gets accused of being a rent seeker. And we have to really understand what the word rent seeker is. Rent seeker is not just a middleman. Okay. Rent seeker is not a a middleman can be a rent seeker. Okay. But um, a a guy providing middleman services is not a rent seeker uh, necessarily. And uh, so it's it's totally voluntary. The people that do business that that use him as as a uh, as a, a middleman, it, it's voluntary. He doesn't force anyone. The government does not force anyone to use Peter Schiff as a uh, as a middleman. Okay, as as a, a fund manager. And even in the Bitcoin space, we have plenty of businesses that have started as as, as middlemen. There there's a I mean, and in crypto, you know, there's all these funds, these crypto funds, they manage your altcoins for you, okay? No one's forcing you into that. They're not rent seeking. Um, now, they add value to people. People think they add value, you know, they, they feel more comfortable if someone else is managing for them. Now, so some of the, the tweet in question here is maybe Peter isn't so mad about gold versus Bitcoin, but rather the fact that Bitcoin gets rid of middlemen rent seeking and thus 90 percent of his income. You know, it, again, it, it can get rid of middlemen, but he and he might be angry about that. He might be unhappy that um, a lot of people are going to say, hey. I can just manage my own wealth. I'm going to put it in the Bitcoin. I don't need a man like Peter Schiff to manage my wealth anymore. OK, but he was providing a, a service. He was it was in rent. He wasn't rent seeking there. OK, it, he he was not he did not get any government favors. OK, to to become what he was. OK, Bitcoin banks are going to thrive in the Bitcoin space. All right. So that that's a middleman right there. But are they rent-seeking? Are people going to be forced to put their Bitcoin into uh, banks? Now, some of these Bitcoin banks that exist, they might lobby the government to say, you know what? It should be illegal uh, for people to keep their own Bitcoin. Everyone should be forced to put their Bitcoin into Bitcoin banks. Now, if that happens, that's rent-seeking right there, okay? That's that's when when you – when you get a, a favor from when you bribe the government, when you use force to uh, create a situation in which you benefit from, okay, not not from people voluntarily doing it. When people are forced to to use your product to to engage with you um, because of government regulation, because of government force, okay, because you're you're in bed with with the government, so. Peter Schiff of all people, okay, of all people, it doesn't doesn't ask the government for favors. Okay, his fa- you you all know how his father uh, passed away um, uh, at the hands of the United States government. Basically, they they kept him uh, chained to a uh, a bed while he, when he was an old man dying, and he wasn't. He was still a prisoner of the United States uh, government for for tax related uh, uh, issues. So no, it, Peter Schiff is not a guy who. Uh, is 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 a middleman that uh, thrives off of uh, government uh, enforced privilege privileges. Okay, so just just wanted to put that out there. You might you might not like uh, Peter Schiff, but you got to get a better grasp. You know this this rent seeking thing. It's a buzzword, a negative buzzword that people try to uh, tag their enemies with, uh, or tag people they don't like in the space with. There is nothing. I mean. There's nothing morally wrong with being a middleman, uh, providing a service where people voluntarily use your service. Okay, they might be, they could do it better themselves. They they really could. They could, but I mean that's their choice. Okay, that there's they're not being forced. The government, and again we we can we can mention plenty of times uh, when now the government is forcing you to use use a middleman. It's forcing you to use a certain insurance company for health. I mean, okay. That, that that's when rent seeking is involved so and 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 the whole term itself i mean you could look up with it that has the word rent in it it throws people off also okay now so let's talk about uh and obviously any government intervention like that uh, totally stifles innovation and we have uh, we have an example of where someone at coin telegraph uh Wants that that's, that that I guess has a stay safe mentality, and and was uh, offended that uh, John McAfee, you know, was a tax evader. <laughs> uh, here's the article: uh, Better regulation needed to stop crypto tax evaders from running wild. Okay, so because an insane guy used. Cryptocurrency to evade taxes, or, or was involved in a cryptocurrency uh, tax evasion scheme. We need better regulations. We need to stifle, uh, we stifle innovation. It, it totally is backward. It's a cuck type of attitude. It is a, it's a state. It's it's just shows you how so far that the, the safe safe safe, uh, safe safe mentality can can rear its ugly head in this beautiful golden age industry that we're in. And people can cry for the government, even in Bitcoin. And, and uh, so yeah, that's, that's a legitimate article there over Cointelegraph. Now, Michael Saylor has a great. Uh, so on a scale, what's that, a two? Is that is that a two on the on the uh, eight, 20 percenter scale? it's totally begging f- to be an 80 percenter and like have someone else take care of you that, that it's even considered legitimate it's disgraceful but hey that's the it's a two it's a two on the scale of uh, one to ten it's it's not very 20 percenter at all okay i see there's more going on here so before we get to michael Saylor, i just want to make sure no okay it's just guys talking about oh no no moon moons here is hang on roman q said okay moon Shine fuel. Uh, do you know any exchange you can buy Bitcoin on that doesn't require uh, a two-factor uh, cell phone? I am old school landline and used to the viral walks, but they shut down. What you can do, no, I, and I don't, but just set up a uh, set up a Google uh, number. Set up a free Google phone number. And then, and make it a and, and that's that's the num that's how you do uh, two factor authentication uh, with with one of these. Uh, there's this plenty of it of uh, quote unquote shady exchanges out there. That that's that's all they uh, require is you give them some phone number and just give them a, a Google a, a free Google phone number, uh, Google Voice, whatever it's called. What is it called here? Yeah, but Google Voice. Just use get a free Google Voice number. Okay, so that's my uh, that's my association. Uh, Brian Jaco, Jacotone, who will appear on the show possibly this week, because I I love this uh, commentary so much. I just invited him on the show for this week in Bitcoin on Friday. So we're gonna work on that. I'll contact you within twenty four hours, dude. But he says McAfee committed independent crimes. I'll never understand why people insist that in order to properly. Uh, prosecute McAfee. They need to make use of a Bitcoin crypto uh, independently illegal. Yeah, it, exactly. Yeah, he did something. So why? why, Why does uh, more? Re- why is more regulation needed in cryptocurrency because of some insane choice that John McAfee made? Okay, <laughs> it's uh, it's a naked power grab. A uh, couch in virtue signaling. Uh, language just like uh, the the virus nonsense yeah but this is a, the but, but this is a writer writing this stuff i mean he <laughs> I, I mean he's he's why would he want the i mean he's just ignorant that that this would just be a power grab for uh the government but hey there are a lot of confused people out there uh just to say the least okay and uh thank you uk bitcoin master for uh retweeting this let us get back to the uh Michael Saylor, Bitcoin Noah. And it's funny, I call him Bitcoin Noah because he, he came up with the idea that uh, Bitcoin is an ark to save people. But the funny thing is, I mean, he's a sailor. A sailor. I mean, his last name is Sailor. I know it's spelled differently. So Noah was a sailor, too. So he, it's wet. It's, if you want to pick a biblical character for him, uh, Noah would be uh, good. Uh, all right. Now, I don't know if is sailor, is sailor, is he the same religion that I am? Because Noah was not. Noah came before my religion um but uh, all right we don't we're not going to get into biblical discussions this is not adam adam meister bible study here pound that like button oh the old testament and then they had the fork off of the old testament called the new testament okay now uh let's (laughs) no one religion fork off of another religion now if your investment time horizon is one year anything might work if your investment time horizon is one century one thing might work and that is Bitcoin. And that is a Michael Saylor tweet. I like that one there. One century strong hand, life extension technology. And I'm soon on one of my shows, hopefully going to talk about how the pharmaceutical industry, uh, if it was a la- if there was no regulation in the United States, I mean, we could be living to be 150 Iran brook. Uh, mentioned this on his show and the pharmaceutical industry is vilified way too much, way too much. Is it perfect? No. Uh, do they do they play the game of, uh, uh, of begging the government for, uh, uh, for 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 certain privileges? Yeah, they do. I mean because that's that's the way it has they've been forced into that corner in certain aspects. Uh, what's the word? Lobbying. They they have lobbies. and stuff. But we'll talk about that in another show. Okay. But so uh, so if we're, we're on this uh, this hoarding mentality type of uh, discussion here because long time. If you're going to keep Bitcoin for a hundred years, that's hoarding. There's nothing wrong with hoarding. Go link to below. June twenty fifth, twenty sixteen. Uh, flashback tweet of mine. It's a little you know thirty second clip of me from twenty sixteen. Hoard Bitcoin for twenty twenty. It will be worth more and don't trade it strong hand conviction so retweet that one also it's linked to below so there are so many people that have an obsession with selling okay they're they, they're just they're in the selling mentality if they get into bitcoin they just want to know when to sell it the only reason they got into bitcoin was so they could sell it one day they are fiat freaks they value their wealth in dollars And I met some people at at Shul that were asking me about this in the chat yesterday. Someone said, Adam, didn't you say in 2020 you were going to sell your Bitcoin? And I think people get so confused about that. They can't wrap their head around the concept of when I say, you know, hold on at least until 2024. I'm, I'm not saying once it turns 2024, once we have the 2024 halving, Liquidate everything, or I'm going to. leave. It's a goal to get people in mind. You know, it, it's so so many people are not long term thinkers. You need to give them a long term time horizon, and that's what it was. You know, when I originally said, you know, buy and hold Bitcoin 2020, the people would always ask, "When can you sell? When can you sell?" And I said the earliest possible test time I would sell any would be after the Bitcoin halving in 2020. That wasn't me saying I'm going to sell all my Bitcoin in 2020. But so many people are stuck in that mentality. They can't understand that that that's what it doesn't mean. They think they, they want someone to tell them when they have to sell all their Bitcoin. Because they, they, they're not into – they have no long-term thinking. They have no – uh they, have, they're not, they don't know what savings is. They don't know what wealth building is. They live for the day, and they, they just don't get it they like, well, it's 2020. Haven't you sold?" No, I haven't sold. You, and they go, "They don't. They don't have listening comprehension either." When I've said so many times, so many times, I have never sold a Bitcoin for fiat. So there's the answer to your question for the people who it's unbelievable. what People sell the coin. Did Did you sell your Bitcoin? No, I've never sold any of it for fiat. Come on, dudes. Um, but it, it's just people are naturally inclined. <laughs> It seems like they're just, I guess, raised by the mainstream media. Uh, what they've taken in over the years is that if you're involved in, in an investment, you your main concern is when to sell, when to sell, when to sell, and it's just, I don't know. It, it, it's it's very very interesting that people can't can't. I mean, uh, I just don't live. You know, it's not just a saying for me. Buy and hold, okay. And buy and hold is not just it's a lifestyle okay you, you hold it people don't know what hold means it seems like or value your wealth in Bitcoin means and that you know certain people have principles and conviction okay what, what what that is all about you know you know make make your own thing when when to sell when to sell never sell okay there you go build your wealth there's so much can change over time i I, i've also said this that we will get to a point where you can use your bitcoin to buy all sorts of nice things and the tax implications will be totally different by then but people are impatient why didn't you sell when it was 20k that that's 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 a question that i get so much like you'd be happier if 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 you would have sold, but it was twenty. They don't even understand what the, the tax implications that are involved with that, or the fact that we're one day closer to an all-time high, and that it, it's literally you have no long-term thinking. If you're like, "Oh, we've reached that all-time high. I should have sold at that all-time high because we're never going to get back to another." No, of course we're we're one day closer. People just think it's. Some people just don't grasp what that means. One day closer to an all-time high, but uh, yeah, it, it's the selling mentality out there. Even a people who. They get into this space. It's dominant, Matt. It is just – it is so dominant. And that is I have gone – I have just built my lifestyle in a way where I am so far away from that now. And I hope others of you can grasp that feeling also, can can be in that, can, can get away from that just selling is the ultimate Get out of that paradigm that selling is your, your goal. Selling is your goal. Get, 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 get out of that. Productivity, innovation is your goal. Healthy lifestyle is your goal. Okay, And again, it's systems over goals anyway. Have, have a system. Buy and hold is a system. Selling is a goal. You see? You see what's uh, what's better there? Buy and hold. Okay? Worry about, worry about selling if you get into a situation. Okay? That's when you got to worry about it, I guess. Um all right. Now, the uh, Roman Q says uh, uh, Bitcoin Meister stacked a couple more back in March. I sure did when the weak hands panicked and people asked if you were, a se- if you were selling post-2020 halving. Indeed. Uh, Roman Q, that's, that's so good. Well, but, but There's no comprehension. There's like – they're asking, Adam, when are you selling? Yet Adam street like day after day after day. I repeat how I bought two more freaking Bitcoin on March – around March the 12th, okay? And they're like, what are you selling? <laughs> All right. Now, um, let me see. If there's any other- Rocky says, uh, let- shut up, Adam. Let them sell. I'm still buying. <laughs> Found that like button. Excellent point there. Excellent point there, uh, Rocky. Uh, a-, a great guest who's been on the show numerous times uh, out of uh, beautiful Southern California. Now... Uh, We'll leave it with uh here. And uh, and I don't people who are outside of the Bitcoin realm, I a, of course they're in this in the selling mentality. And of course when they get in into Bitcoin, they're still there. But if you've been around this thing for a while, which you know people in these chats and, and comment section have been, I, I I don't know what to say that <laughs> That you're still you're still on eighty percent of land. Now, uh said says, uh, You know, they don't know about long-term capital gains. They don't know uh, short-term, long-term. Uh, meester says, Bitcoin-based life insurance. I'm not working on Bitcoin-based life insurance, but I'm excitedly anticipating it. I think it's inevitable and will herald a new economic era where the emphasis shifts from borrowing to saving. <laughs> I hope holders keep me in the loop. If they're working on something. So he is not working on it. But in the tweet thread, he explains how it could work. So he is giving an idea out there. You know, on my shows, uh, I gave jobs ideas. He's giving a whole Bitcoin industry idea and and, and jobs ideas. So be in motion. Read it. He's giving it out there for free. Good job for Tour de Meester. Uh, A smart guy in the space. If you want to read about. Possible uh, life insurance industry built around uh, Bitcoin. He has a thread about it, and Cass says, "Will you ever sell a single Bitcoin as long as you have enough fiat to pay for your Airbnbs?" No, of course not. Of course not. Plane tickets and food. No, no, I will not. As long as I, uh, as long as I have enough cash to live off the lifestyle that I'm living, going from Airbnb to to air and plane tickets and whatever the heck food dumpster diving, you know, whatever. No, I will. Um, and yes, dudes, here's a little something for the people who stuck around this show. I am a millionaire who dumpster dives sometimes. I, I've gotten free food before. I am literally a guy who's a millionaire who goes into the dumpsters and gets free food. I've done that before. And I'm proud of it. I'm a freaking unique beast. Pound that like button. I'm at, and I sometimes wonder if, if anyone else that's a millionaire does that. And it's it's funny, it, it, you know. And people think you're a but. You know, sometimes in the middle of my runs, I'm really disgusting looking. And I'll just go. I, I'll see a dumpster at the food store. And you can see your freaking apples and onions and stuff. And I go lean in there. And I wonder who, who they think I am. <laughs> and I, it's just so funny. All right, pound that like button. I'm out of my street. They call me so I subscribe to this channel. Um, and uh, retweet everything. And you get a little bonus there at the end because most people don't even pay attention to the word I'm saying. In this show, so I can say funny things like that at the end that are true. All right, see ya.